a new day. If you don't know, now you do. This is your sister, Minister Terry, coming to you from the Midwest. And I pray that God is blessing you. Remember, every new day is a new day to begin again, to start over again and get it right. Huh? Yeah, God has blessed us with that. Um, I just want to say I love you. Oh, rest is necessary, isn't it, brothers and sisters? <laughs> Friends and friendettes. <laughs> All right, I used to love the show, The uh, Temptations, The Primes and The Primettes. <laughs> If you have the opportunity to watch that movie, it is a blessing of their lives. Uh, they're one of the uh, most famous groups in the R&B sector, which I know I grew up on. So I really enjoyed watching the movie. Well, I am here to share what God has given me uh, in my heart for you today. And I pray that it is a blessing to you today. Thank you so much. Thank you so very much for tuning in. I can't tell you how much of a blessing you are to me to keep me uh, moving forward in what I believe God has called me to do. As I said, I love to chatty Kathy. And if you all don't know what that word is, there was a doll years and years ago called chatty Kathy. Talk, honey. I love to talk. <laughs> so I hope you enjoy listening. Listen, we are going to jump right on into this lesson today in I just want to talk to you today about lies and deceit, huh? Ooh, did that get to you right there? Yes, it spoke to me too. You know, um, today I uh, was uh, with uh, the children today and, and teaching them about, uh, we had a lesson on Isaac and Jacob and how Esau lost his blessing. And I just wanted to share that today. I think it is so important that we know um, that although God does forgive us, yes, he does, but God wants our hearts to change from uh, the pattern of consistently uh, doing things out of his will. He wants to, ch he wants to get us to change from that pattern. We don't want to keep pursuing evil when God has called us to come out of um, those old ways, if I can put it like that. Because when you are in Jesus Christ, it says when you come to him, you are a new creature. And that's what God wants you to know. And no, I'm not talking about monster creature, all that. It means that a new being your heart is renewed. Your mind is renewed. You know, that's where it says in 12 and 1 of, of, of Romans, you know, be ye transformed by the renewing or, uh, of your mind, 12, and, and be not conformed to this world in Romans 12 and 2, pardon me, uh, 12 and 1 is, brethren, I beseech ye therefore by the mercies of God that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable to God. But uh, it goes on to say that, you know, that to be transformed by the renewing of your mind. And that's what this walk is all about, friends, uh, brothers and sisters. That's what it is all about. Us 
bettering ourselves. You know, I, uh, the, the classroom that I had today were between the ages of six and uh, 14. And so you have to get to help them understand from their youngest level and all of them understood. It's amazing how our children are so wise today. And as adults, we tend to keep going through the same thing. So as, as they were answering the questions, I was amazed. I was amazed at the uh, glory of God in not only in their mind, but in their heart and in their spirit, in their, in their, in their answers. It was so wonderful to see uh, so many young people learn what's right as opposed to what's wrong. You as a parent, what are you doing? What are you doing as I always, I, I, I've asked this in my in, in previous uh, ministries, uh, what are we showing our children? Are we showing them that you know, we're going to fight to take back this or take back that? Are we showing them that uh, abuse is in the household? Are we showing I have to slap your mama every now and then to get her in line? Are we showing our children that? Because you know what you show them, you're going to, are you showing them verbal abuse in the household? Or are you and your husband, you and your spouse, or you as a single mother or single father, are you raising them up, bringing them up in the way they should go that when they're old, they will not depart from that. In the book of Proverbs, it talks about that. So I want to encourage you to not show them what is wrong, but show them how to live a, a good life. Show them how to treat people because we are here. God put us on earth one for another. He put us here in this earth that we could help each other, glean off of each other, market with each other, uh, bounce ideas off of each other purchase, you know, consumer, be a consumer one to another. That's what we were made for. Your product will be a blessing to me. I know I've used several hair products, several makeup products, several lip line products, clothing that I wear, even going into the beauty shop. These, this is what God created us to do, to love one another. But you know, that is a, such a challenge when we have so much division. And that's not what God wants us to have. He doesn't want us to be divided. That is not God. That's not God. God is not the author of confusion. He said, how will they know that you are my disciples? Huh? It's by the love that you show to all. Oh, I heard you. You said it one to another. Yeah, we have to learn how to love again. We can't, we can't say this is this and, and this needs to be like this. No, we've got to love people for where they are, who they are. That's the only way you'll reach them and, and introduce the love of God to them and let God do the work. He says one plants, one waters and the other, and God gives the increase. You see, so it is, it's important that we ourselves as adults do what is right. And that comes, and I truly believe it comes in the word of God. He said, man shall not live by bread alone. You're not going to live out here and think that you, 
you know, you're making it on your own. You really aren't because if you live, you're living to God. And if you die, you're dying to God. If you don't think you claim in God, you're still in the world that God made. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yes, you are. Yes. You're still in a world that God made. And it is a beautiful place if you allow it. Uh, a lot of times we get so uh, challenged by life itself and it causes us to be bitter. It causes us to be resentful and it causes us to be deceitful. And that's what we're going to talk about today. We are going to talk about deceit and lies of how uh, Isaac blessed Jacob when the blessing was supposed to be Esau's. Hmm. And a parent, come on. Yeah, her name was Rebecca. <laughs> yes, sweet little Rebecca. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Everyone looking at you and thinking you the sweetest person and behind closed doors, you are a rattlesnake. Now you stop it and allow God to minister to your heart, to stop being so pretentious. That's not God. Come on, honey. Come on. Be real. Be real so you can live a full, a fulfilling life, a joyous life, not pretentious. God doesn't want you pretentious. He knows anyway. You can't be pretentious when it's your last breath. <laughs> no, you can't. It's all you've got. So why not work on it right now? Why not work on your life so others can see your life and be like, ooh, ooh, I'd like to know what you have going on. And then you have the opportunity to share what you have going on with them. And you have the opportunity to um, express the love of God to their lives. Amen. Yeah, that's what we were created for. As the, the school teachers, I think they say, or the uh, where they say, reach one, uh, teach one, reach one, or reach one, teach one. Well, however it goes, you can flip it back and forth, I guess, if you will. <laughs> but uh, that's the lingo. So uh, God gives you that opportunity to do that. So let's jump into the lesson. And it's going to come out of Genesis 27. If you have your Bibles, Genesis 27, I believe it's one through 22 go all the way down to 20 27 yeah 27 <clears throat> i may not go that far but to just to give you a little gist of what the story is about it was about two brothers they were uh brothers who fought to come out the womb esau and jacob ah yes they did uh-huh in that time it said that the younger or the older will serve the younger uh-huh. And this is how that word came to pass. So that's why I tell you, don't sleep on God's word. When someone comes and you know they are real, you know they are a prophet, you know they're a prophetess, you know they're speaking in your life and you feel that in your heart, what they're saying is right. Take heed to that. Take heed to that because it will save you down the line. It may just save your life down the line. You can brush it off like it was nothing and it comes to pass when you could have done other things to keep yourself out of, you know, trouble or, or even be more blessed of however the word may have come across to you. Take heed to those things because in the beginning it was prophesied that the older would serve the younger and here's how it began. Ah! 
Okay. And it's, or, or, or a piece of it. I won't say how it began, but I believe this is where, what happened here. When Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau, uh, his brother, who was the one to get the blessing from his father. His father told him, okay, son, it, uh, my years are growing near. My eyes are very dim. And what that means that I can't see. I cannot see like I used to see. Son, go out, make some savory food for me. Give me one of my favorite dishes. He saw it was, apparently he was a good cook. Thank you for brothers who cook. Hallelujah. <laughs> so he must have been a wonderful cook for his father to ask him to go out and fix him something to eat. Now, let me read that to you so that you know it's in the word. It says, now it came to pass in 27 and 1. When Isaac was old and his eyes were so dim that he could not see that he called Esau, his older son, and said to him, my son. And he answered him, here I am. Then he said, behold, now I am old. I do not know the day of my death. Uh-huh, see? He said he didn't know, but he knew it was coming. It was drawing near. Now, therefore, please take your weapons, your quiver, your bow, all of these things that he would hunt with and go to the field and hunt game for me. Go on and make something for me and make me savory food such as I love. Oh, yes, something I love and bring it to me that I may eat, that my soul may bless you before I die. Now, let's stop there. Let's just pause right there for those of you who have parents and uh, you know that they need you and for some reason you're not in their life. Or if you've lost a parent, I pray that God will heal your soul uh, and that you will keep moving forward because that's what they want you to do. They don't want you to die right there. Get up, my brother. Get up, my sister. Let's keep moving for their sake. Amen. But for those of you who have parents and parents need you, I know right now I'm here in this state, in this city, because my mom needs me. My mom needs me and my baby sister. She's here too. So we, we take turns in helping her. She had open heart surgery. So we take turns with making sure that her needs are met between her, myself, and my nephew, uh, my, my sister who passed on her son. So we all have gathered around her to make sure she's well. Can you say that about loving on your parent? And if you can't, the, it, it, it's for you to do that. They took care of us. They made sure you were fed. And if they didn't, forgive them. Forgive them. Because sometimes, and I know from my age, listen, me and my mom weren't always on good terms. Come on. When I was a young, hothead, little teenager, honey, I didn't want to hear nothing Joyce Nadine had to say. Okay? I did not. I, did. I wanted to be out there with my baby daddies. Okay, yes, I said it. Mm -hmm. I wanted to be out there with them. And I, wa did, I wanted to run the streets, party in the clubs, and do all of this when my mother was trying to tell me, baby, s slow down, sweetheart. Slow down. And at that time, I didn't really realize my mom had a sister who died in a tragedy. She was stabbed to death in a nightclub. 
So things like that scared my mom. And I didn't know about those things until, you know, we sat down and we start talking and she started telling me and started expressing things to me at that time. And I understood why my mother was so fearful and why she had so much going on because she encountered a lot. Let me tell you something. Your parents may have encountered a lot that you don't know about that they can't even tell you because what they went through may damage another fam their family members and they can't say nothing about it but they're hurting inside the only way they they knew how to get through it uh, a lot of times was just not say anything and sometimes they were numb sometimes they didn't respond sometimes they were severely depressed sometimes they wanted to kill themselves and leave this earth but they looked into your eyes and knew that they had to stay around because you were here I know I've been through that. So I want you to know that don't, don't hold it against your parents. Don't hold it against them. Go to God and ask God to help you to learn how to forgive. Amen. When they ask you something, when my mother asked me something, if my body is just too tired from ministry or something I've done, I call on my baby sister and say, baby, can you do this for me today? And then next week I'll take over. Okay. And we just go like that from time to time, just long as she is provided for, long as she is taken care of, it's our responsibility to do so. Amen. So I had to throw that little nugget in there for you. And it's your responsibility to forgive. God wants you to forgive. So he said, forgive in Mark. He said, forgive that you may be forgiven. He said, yes, that's what he wants you to do to forgive. You know, how can God forgive you when you haven't forgiven anyone? Be careful. Be careful. You, you're casting the, you're, you're, you're complaining and you're talking about them, but you got a big beam in your own eye. Oh, yes. Yeah. Watch it. Come on out of that. God wants to set you free today. Amen. And so he said then, and he says, now Rebecca was listening. Oh, snap. Mm -hmm. There she was listening in because she loved Jacob. Oh, she loved Jacob. As you can see, Esau was the, the, the hunt, the hunter man. Jacob was the mama's boy. It seemed like <laughs> how many of you mothers got mama's boys or fathers got daddy's girls that you you're protecting and you'll do anything for, and the others are being neglected. Huh? Watch that. You raise them up fairly. Don't, don't show favoritism because it hurts. You know, it goes on, you know, think about that favoritism with Joseph, with the coats. That's why his brother, his brothers threw him in the pit because they were jealous of him. Here comes the favorite. Oh yeah. Oh boy. Have, have your siblings ever said that to you or, you know, a lot of times it's jealousy. Come on. So uh, Rebecca was listening when Isaac spoke to Esau's son and Esau went to the field. Now Esau's gone on out. Now Rebecca's scheming up a plan. Parents, don't pit your children one against another to their other parent. Hmm? That's not a good thing in the Lord. Don't do that when you and mom as a, as a unit, husband and wife, as a unit, you come together and you agree on one thing. What did your mama say? <laughs> Send them back. <laughs> well, daddy, mama said, that. okay, well, if she said that, we got to stick with it, baby. That's, <laughs> hey, that's how this works. 
We're not pitting one against the other. That's not fair to your wife, sir. That's not fair to your husband, ma'am, or to your other children who don't get their way as that special sibling you've set aside. Oh, I've seen it. I've seen it a lot. I won't say all the time, but I have seen it a lot in families, people I've talked to. Yes, so so let's learn how to balance. Oh, listen here. Let's talk about what Rebecca did, y'all. Oh, and she Esau went to, to the field. This is verse five, um, to hunt game and, and to bring it. So Rebecca spoke to Jacob. Look at here. There's that deceit. Creeped in through the parent. Deceit. She knew better. This is his wife. She knew better. Wow, what would make Rebecca do that against her older son? I wonder, hmm, what is it? Did she think that her baby son Jacob was not strong enough against Esau? That she had to give him a little boost? Or did she favor Jacob more than Esau? Like we just said, lying and deceit. And she said, indeed, I heard your father speak to Esau, your brother, saying, bring me game and make savory food for me that I may eat and eat it and bless you in the presence of the Lord before my death. Now, therefore, my son, obey my voice. No, I thought the man was the head of the household. Mm, okay, obey my voice. Watch it, sisters. Watch it now. They, they gonna listen to me. I bring the money in this household. Watch it, sister. Cause you're putting that brother down when he's loving and he, he takes care of those kids. Make sure they're, make sure they're fed. Make sure they're well dressed. Make sure the house is together. If he's a stay home dad, don't put him down, sister. Lift him up. Give him the strength he needs that he can, he can turn around and bless you, woman. Hey, I'm speaking to somebody with that right there. I know you heard that. Amen. <laughs> yes. And she said, now uh, bring me game, make savory meat for me that I may eat it and bless you in the presence of the Lord. Now, therefore, my son, obey my voice according to what I command you. See, here we go. That child has no choice. I mean, like you, my mom, how can I come against my mom? When they feel it's wrong, you put them in a tough position. Apologize to them. Tell them you were wrong, mom. Tell them you were wrong, dad, so that they know how to use discernment as they're growing up to say, you know what? This is not right. We can't do this. My mom and my dad taught me better than this. Tell them you were wrong. Sit down with your children and let them see your vulnerability. Amen? Oh, come on with it. Okay. And then she said, go to the flock and bring from me, bring me from the two choice kids, the goat, and I will make the savory food. So see, she's, she's doing all the cooking. She taught Esau, I'm sure. Okay. I'm sure she did. And I will make savory food from, uh, from them for your father, such as he loves. Then you shall take it to your father that he may eat it and that he may bless you before his death. Oh my goodness. She have deceived her husband. She deceived her firstborn son, the son Esau deceived him. And now she's 
she's even in a way deceiving Jacob because she's not being truthful. She's not being honest. So either way it goes, she's deceiving everyone and herself thinking that it's okay to do this because you'll see down the line when Jacob goes down, he has to uh, live all this time and fight for his Rachel. Uh-huh. When he get Leah, all right. <laughs> and, and his uncle Laban, where he's going, when he runs away, where deceives him. <laughs> uh, oh, it was deceit in that family with uh, uh, Rebecca and her uncle. It was generational. So you've got to break those curses, those generational curses. Amen. So it says, look, Esau, my brother, is a hairy man. He was saying that, Mom, Esau is hairy. I'm not. So how are we going to do this? I have smooth skin. Perhaps my father will feel me. He's trying to tell her, Mom, he's going to feel me. What am I to do here? You set me up to get jacked up. <laughs> okay? And I shall bring a curse. Oh, my goodness. I shall bring a curse on myself. I shall seem to be a deceiver to him. See, even him, the son is saying, mom, this is not, man, this is in my heart. Mom, I feel this. This, ain't, uh, this don't seem right. This don't seem right. So why are we pushing the mark? Why are you pushing the mark, mother? Are you trying to be vengeful against your spouse using your children? Huh? Are you just being vengeful or, or vindictive as they used to say? <laughs> yeah. Is that the purpose here? That's not God. Honey, come on. Read this. Chapter 27, Genesis. All right. Mm -hmm. And he said, I shall bring a curse on myself and not a blessing. Do you understand how severe this is? This is serious, y'all. This is a life-changing moment for you and your children. For me, this is a life-changing moment for me. If I'm sitting here trying to get my kids to deceive one another or go behind one's back and talk bad about them and expect them to be okay with that sibling. Oh, they always doing that. No, we pray. Let's pray. Let's pray for your sister. Let's pray for your brother. We want them out of that darkness into that marvelous light. Amen. Amen. Because we want those siblings to love each other and stick together. Look at the world we in. Come on. You're going to want them to stick together and help each other in a minute here. Come on. You better say it. But his mother said to him, let your curse be on me. Oh, shoot. She was severe. She was severe. Are you being severe? And saying, just shut up. Let me handle this. Let me do this. No. No. God is trying to tell you something. Hey, did you see that movie? <laughs> All right. Color purple. Go ahead, Stephen Spielberg. Uh-huh. He's trying to tell you something and tell you to stop right now. Stop right where you are and do what's right as opposed to doing what's wrong. Amen. And it says, but his mother said, let your curse be on me and only obey my voice and go get them for me. Uh-huh. This Now, she didn't got stern with him now. And he went and he got them and he brought them. How can he? I mean, come on. This is your mom. You're going to yell and stuff. Oh, you know, what, what, what can I do? 
you know? So he said, and I just believe that's why God had mercy on him when Esau was going to kill him. Amen. And he brought them to his mother and his mother made the savory food, uh, such as his father loved. Then Rebecca took the choice clothing of her elder son Esau. Now she then went in, got Esau's clothes that's because it's going to carry a set of Esau. Uh-huh. And put them on Jacob. Put them on Jacob, her younger son. Okay. And she put the skins of the kids of the goats on his hands and the smooth part on his neck. Then she gave the savory food and the bread she prepared into the hands of her son, Jacob. So he went to his father and said, my father. And he said, here I am. Who are you, my son? Jacob said to his father, I am Esau lying. Now your kids are starting to lie and be deceitful because they just saw what you did. Huh? Oh, come on. They that worship the Lord, you know, for the Lord is a spirit and they that worship him must worship him in what spirit and in, yeah, truth, truth, uh-huh, truth. So if we're claiming we're God and we spit, we're spitting all of these lies, we're not, no, no, that's not God. So don't put his name on it. That's Satan using you using you. Did you hear me? Satan and his minions using you. Yes. I want you to recognize that. We have to people. If we don't stand up for what is truly right, the word of God is truly right. We will be deceived and deceive many. That's what the Bible says. They'll be deceived and deceive many. Okay. Uh, he said, my father. And he said, who are you, my son? And he said, I'm Esau, your firstborn. Ooh. I have done just as you told me. Please arise, sit and eat of my game that your soul may bless me. But Isaac said to his son, how is it that you found the food so quickly? Uh-huh. He sent him out. He knew that it would take a little moment for him to hunt and do all of that. See, this is one. This is the first sign right here of, of trying, of giving you the opportunity to tell the truth and do what's right. When they come to you, son, is something going on? Sweetheart, daughter, is something going on? No, nothing ain't going on. Mm -mm, I'm good. No, you just lied and you're being deceitful. When your parents are trying to try to talk you through some things, when your parents are trying to give you wisdom and good advice and you just, I'm good, ain't nothing wrong, I'm good, I'm good. No, you're not. Okay, just want you to know that. You're not. You think you are. Okay. And it says, this is verse uh, 27 and 20 in Genesis. And he said, because the Lord your God brought it to me. Look at that. He lied on God. Jeez. Ow! Oh, it was the Lord who gave me this. It was the Lord told me to do it. You know he didn't. Stop. Stop. You know it wasn't God. Quit lying on God. Oh, my. You better be careful with that. Don't play with God. Don't, please. I'm, I'm telling you for your sake. You stop trying to say everything is God or God told you to do everything or God said for me to do this or God told me to. Okay, if God is speaking that much to you, then what's going on? Okay, I've, I've heard God speak, but let, let God talk to you in your quiet, 
quiet hour and you know that you know that you know it is him and not your emotions or not your own thought, your own uh, privy mind, okay? Come on, come on, let's use wisdom. And he said, the Lord, your because the Lord, your God brought it to me. Oh, can you imagine? Oh, if I was God, I'd be like, no, he didn't. <laughs> One of them. Yeah. And Isaac said to Jacob, please come near me that I may feel you, my son. See, he already suspected something wasn't good right there. Please come near me so I can feel you. And he said, uh, whether you are really my son Esau. See? Right there, Isaac, feeling and just trying to know because he was blind. Don't take advantage of your, your parents because you think they don't know. Believe me. Oh, oh, my kids have learned that God shows me, make me pick up that phone right on time. Uh, ask ask my children. I pick up that phone when I was getting ready to make a call and I, oh, 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 what? 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 What in the world are they talking about? Thank you, Jesus. Hello. Hi, this is Miss Davis. Uh, yes. Can I see you at my house real quick? Thank you. Get off the line, daughter, son. Get off. Bye. <laughs> yeah, I was that kind of mama. Yeah, I know. I know it's hard for you to fathom, but I had to be as a single mother. Because mm -hmm. I knew what, what I went through and I wasn't letting my children go through. You have to stand up for what's right. And I know that probably embarrassed my, my, my child, but honey, it saved my baby. I want you to know it saved my baby. Huh? So parent, don't you be afraid of your kids. God anointed you to push them out your womb, woman. God anointed you, sir, to speak life into your children. That father, that daughter needs your voice. She needs that authority. She needs that manly voice to help her understand what a good man is. All right, daddy, go ahead with your bad self. Don't you be afraid to talk to your kids. Ask God to give you the words to say. I had to ask him. I, I, there were some times I cried listening to how they were responding. Yeah, it's the things they went through. They're going through a lot, y'all. Learn to talk to them in righteousness. So Jacob went near Isaac, his father, and he felt him and said, the voice is Jacob's voice, but the hands are Esau's. So he knew something wasn't going on. And he did not recognize him because his hands were hairy as his brother's Esau's hands. And so he blessed him. Then he said, are you really my son Esau? See, he was questioning then. And fathers, let me tell you something. And mothers, at that moment, when you feel something is not right with your children, sit them down and make sure they stay there for a moment. I used to do my children now. Sit still for a minute. Let me talk to you. I, I, I'm the mama. I'm the one who God has given authority. I'm the one. Not you. You didn't come. I didn't come out of your womb. You came out of mine. Recognize that. Now let's sit down and let's talk like two adults or else I can talk authorit authoritative. What, which one will you like? Which one do you prefer? Because I can tell you what we're going to do here, but I want to give you a chance to be the adult or a young adult. I believe you are. You are a valiant man. 
You are a beautiful and fear, fearfully and wonderfully made young woman. Are you speaking the word of God in their life? You know, when I said this, when I read this today, I thought about something. I, I, I'm going to finish reading it. We're on, let me finish reading it first, and then I'll tell you what I thought about. He said, I am. He said, bring it near me, and I will eat of my son's game so that my soul may bless you. So he brought it near him and he ate, see, just deceived his father all the way. And he ate and brought him the wine and he drank. Then the father Isaac said to him, come near me now, my son, that I may kiss you. Here it is. He's still trying to fill him out because I believe something. I, this is what I truly believe. Something in his heart was saying, uh-uh, this is not right. Can you feel that? But him being an older man, I, I just think that maybe his discernment was just a little, well, he could discern a little bit, but maybe, I don't know, he just didn't want to question. He just didn't, you know, have the strength. It happens. Yeah, we, it happens because you don't want to hurt their feelings because you don't want to get in the way of their marriage. Uh, you don't want to get in, it, all of these things happen. And then they, you see them go downhill. Oh God, oh, train wreck. Mm. And he said, and come near, kiss him. And he smelled the smell of his clothing and blessed him and said, surely I the smell of my son is like the smell of the field, like Esau, because the mama went in and stole the clothes. What else? <laughs> and it goes on to talk about how he blessed him and so forth. And then look at this. Now it happened on verse 30. This is, this is the hard part right here. Now it happened as soon as Isaac had finished blessing Jacob. Uh, Jacob had scarcely... See, he was already afraid. Oh my God, I'm tricking my dad. I'm going in here and I'm doing all this wrong and deceitful stuff. This ain't right. But you know what? I'm going because my mama said go. No, make a decision for yourself. You have to stand up and uh-uh, that's wrong. And I can't do that to dad. I can't do that to mom, dad. That's wrong. Or husband, I can't do that to my wife. It's wrong. I can't because my God is watching me. I can't go out with her or take her texts, pick up a phone and talk to her or wife. I don't need to be going out with him. Yeah. Going to a hotel and meeting up with him. That's deceit. When God has bonded you with the one in your life. Now, come on, let's think. Amen. And he said he'd gone from his presence, scarcely gone out from the presence of Isaac, his father, that Esau, his brother came in from hunting. 31, he also had made savory food and brought to his father and said to his father, let my father arise and eat the son of his, the son's game that your soul may bless me. And his father, Isaac said to him, who are you? Who are you? And he said, just think about that. When somebody come in and you think you just gave away the, the, the prize, you gave away all your money and wrote out your will and wrote out, gave a check to the child who you thought was supposed to have it and who said they were, did this and needed this and you then took it from this one to give to that one. And now this one that comes in needs it and you're like, oh my goodness. And they, and you know, that child that took it didn't need it. Uh-huh. And they then went out and blew it. And now this one, you know, really, really need it. And now you're like, oh my goodness. And this is how Esau felt. I mean, uh, Isaac felt. He said, who are you? So he said, I'm your son, your firstborn Esau. Then Isaac trembled exceedingly. He was like, 
Oh no, oh no, and said, who? Where is the one who hunted game and brought it to me? I ate all of it before you came. I have blessed him and indeed he shall be blessed. When Esau heard these words, he cried with exceeding great bitter cry. Like, no, how could this be? No, Father, please, Father, bless me. Find a blessing to bless me. Find something to take care of me, Dad. Yeah, yeah, one of those cries. Can you imagine hurting your child like that? Man, I could imagine just how Isaac felt. And he and Esau said, is he not rightly named Jacob? For he has splanted me these two times. He took away my birthright. And now look, he take he has taken away my blessing. See, when his birthright, he was grab, grabbing them ankles. <laughs> and that's what they said. Uh-huh. Then Isaac answered and said to Esau, indeed, I have made him your master. See where it says the, young, the, the older shall serve the younger and all his brethren. I have given to him as servants. That's where it is. That's that word coming to pass where it says that the younger shall be master over the older. Uh -huh, I know you've read that. And he said, and I have uh, given his servants with grain and wine and sustenance and with what shall I do now for you, my son? And Esau said to his father, have only one, have you only one blessing? My father, bless me. And also, oh, my father, he was just in so much agony. Oh my God. See what you do when you hurt your children, when you hurt your parents' children, the agony. Oh, that's agony. And it hurts. And Esau lifted up his voice and wept. Oh, then Isaac, his father answered to him, behold, and he start blessing him about the fat of the earth and all of that and the dew of heaven. He just start blessing him because in those days that was, that was important. Their words never fell to the ground. When they spoke life over their kids, their kids really flourished in those things because God kept his word with them that their words won't fall to the ground. Huh? And that's what I mean by their words will not be uh, forfeited. In other words, so Esau hated Jacob. No, he hated his, he hated his brother, hated him. That's what deceit and lies will do. It will cause you to be hated. And me and the children talked about this earlier today. I just had to share this today. It will cause you to be hated and unloved. And it says, because of the blessing which his father blessed him. And Esau said in his heart, the days of mourning for my father are at hand because I will surely kill him. Did you see that? Now, because of the mother's deceit, now the two brothers are at war. Because of the division, planting that seed of division, now we have a country at war. Uh-huh. It's not United States, it's divided states of America. I just wanted to throw that little nugget in there so you could hear that. Huh? You better open your eyes and see what's going on God is speaking to you. He's speaking to you to be a blessing to the people around you in your atmosphere, your children, to tell them truth and not try to be their best friend, but to be the best friend. And that is to show them the love of Jesus. Amen. And to talk to them when they're wrong. Oh, I tell my kids. Oh, I do. Mm -mm, baby, no, that's not right. Come on. I know, and I want you to tell mama. When you see mama out of line and you see her out order, talk to me. 
I'm not, I'm not invincible. You know, my mother used to say when I stood in front, your daddy ain't a glass maker. Did y'all remember that? Oh yeah, I remember that too. Uh, get out the way because your daddy's not a glass maker. I can't see through you trying to watch my program. <laughs> my mama wasn't no joke. So I want to encourage you today that I love you and I hope this word was beneficial. I hope that you grabbed it like the children uh, we talked about. And I said this to them. I said, children, think about this. What could uh, Isaac had to have done before he took the food? And uh, they were trying to answer. It says, he could have not blessed the other one. And he could, they were going on and on. And it was good answers. I was like, good answer, good answer. But I said, what about telling him, wait in the room until your other brother comes? <laughs> huh? Yeah, get everybody in one room so you can find out the real truth. Yeah, and, and know how to speak. Don't yell and get all up in a row. Put your feelings down. Put them down. Lower your feelings. Calm yourself and say, well, this is what's going on. And dad and mom want to know the truth. Talk to us. We love you. Or this is what is going on. Me and mom can handle it. I can, I can speak with her and she can speak with me, but talk to us. We want to make sure you're okay. And we want to make sure that you're living a life of truth and not deceit. So I, I said, what, what about that? What if that would have happened? They were like, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Why not get them all in a room, Miss Davis? <laughs> That's right. The truth will come out. So you don't have this one saying that one at that time and that one saying this one at that time. Let's come together and let's sit at the table and talk because we're going to live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. This family is going to ask for me and my house, Joshua. Come on, come on, go to the book of Joshua. Where, where's my scripture? Joshua, I believe it's 24 and 15. Thank you. That's on my wall, y'all. Joshua 24 and 15 says, as for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. I have that on my wall. And I've always loved that saying and kept that in my house when my children were growing up. So we will serve him. You're going to serve him in what? Spirit and in truth. Well, family, friends, friendettes. <laughs> I hope that this word was beneficial to you today. I know it was a little lengthy, but I had to get it all out the way God wanted me to. And I wanted to say, thank you and may the Lord, I pray that he blesses you real good. Shall we pray? Uh, dear Father, thank you so much for the stories in your Bible. For Lord, they are parallel to our lives today. In so many ways, Lord, we see deceit, we see lies, we see family squirrels, we see uh, complications, we see jealousy and malice and even murder. Yeah, Lord, just like uh, Cain and Abel. Uh, Lord God, we see murder in families because the communication is broken down. But God, we thank you today that you are the great communicator. And that, Lord God, you have brought us together in love. And Father, when we come to you, because you're the author and finisher of our faith, and you said in Proverbs 3, 5, and 6, Lord God, that if we acknowledge you in all of our ways, you shall and you will direct our path. So Lord, let us be loving to our children. 
Let us be loving one to another. And I pray for America that all of the lies and the deceits be exposed so that we can learn how to live from this. And Lord, let us not be established uh, anymore on lies because a lot of a lot of things were deceitful in the beginning when this country was established. So Lord, let the truth be told and let the enemy be scattered. Father, and we thank you that we are more than conquerors through you who loved us. We have be, become overcomers by the blood of Jesus Christ and the words of our testimony and that, Lord God, we shall live uh, in harmony, in unity. And, Lord God, we will display uh, your goodness one to another. Now, Lord, as we depart today, Lord God, but never from your presence, I pray that you would keep everyone listening in and everyone viewing this podcast, uh, that they will be blessed they will be uh, filled with uh, joy. Uh, may they learn a lot from this uh, session, this lesson of uh, Esau and uh, uh, Jacob, Lord God, and their father Isaac, and how lies and deceits destroy a family. Well, you can go on and read down in that. I encourage you. Sometimes I like to leave it like that so you can go see what happened to Jacob. Ooh, it's going to be good too. <laughs> yeah, go on in there and read that Bible. Pick it up. And if you're not a believer, I want to invite you to accept the Lord Jesus Christ in your heart. Romans 10, 9 and 10 says that if you believe with your heart and you confess with your mouth that Jesus Christ is Lord, you shall be saved. So I encourage you to say, Lord, thank you for Jesus. Thank you that he came to this world for my sins and that Lord God, I am accepting him in my life today as my personal savior. I thank you that he has washed away my sins because I confess with my mouth, he is my savior. And I believe in my heart that you raised him from the dead. Now I'm saved. Now, if you said that with me, I know it was just a little simple, but I want you to pick up your Bible. And I want you to go to a, a Holy Ghost filled church. And what I mean by that, a church that believes in the Father, the Son, and the Spirit. A, a church that is talking about the love of Jesus Christ and not division because he is full of love of bringing people of all colors and creeds together. I want you to go there and, and pick up your Bible and learn uh, about the love of Jesus. Amen. Well, until next time, thank you for tuning in. God bless you. And remember, it's a new day. It's a new day.